Hi everyone and welcome or welcome back to The Quiet Storm. I am your host Michael Lynn. Now if you haven't gotten the chance to check out my introduction episode, I encourage you to go do so right after this one. You know, I just want to make sure that we are all acquainted with one another and that you all don't miss out on any information. Now that that's out of the way, let's get into the episode. Today's topic is centered around relationship dynamics. What inspired this topic to be my first episode is that I believe that removing toxic people and breaking toxic habits of yours is the perfect first step into blossoming into your best self. I'm currently in the process of working out the kinks in my life. I'm currently trying to surround myself with positive and successful individuals because I just got to a point in my life where I was so tired, so tired of only attracting the bare minimum and only attracting negative energy. During that time, I didn't understand why this was happening to me. I made sure that I incorporated daily affirmations, daily meditations. Just in sum, I switched up my whole entire self and was wondering why I was still falling into the trap of my old habits which would prolong into not seeing a breakthrough. I just thought to share my situation with you all to add a bit of context and to be of an influence because if you truly want change in your life as you say you do, then you have to face the fact that not everyone can go with you on your journey. And can I be honest with you all? This was such a hard pill to swallow for me because I have such a big heart. I have a lot of love for everyone in my circle. I just want the best for them. So now what I'm telling myself every day is, Michaelin, it's good that you want good for others. That's beautiful. But if they don't want change for themselves, the only thing you can really do is just love them from a distance. I say all of all of that to introduce how I plan to structure today's episode. I will briefly describe eight red flags that can break a relationship and eight green flags that can make a relationship. Now, number one, a compromised free will. This is a red flag because that person, whoever they may be, is using manipulation to get others to comply with something that doesn't even serve them. It'll benefit them more than it'll benefit you. So many people will use harsh tactics to get what they want, and that's toxic. Now, what you should look for, or at least try to establish, is boundaries. When you and that other person establish and respect each other's boundaries, it shows that you guys are on the right track to having a healthy relationship. You won't have to worry about them manipulating you, and actually, it's more to it than just avoiding manipulation. Primarily, you guys are in accordance with one another, correct? And that allows for them to grow as an individual as well as for you to grow as an individual. This is a good thing because in order for you to be in your best self for the sake of the relationship, you would have to practice self-love and self-care, yes? Number two, you cannot trust them. If you find yourself constantly being lied to, let down and needing to watch their every move that should be one of the biggest signs that that person is not it for you why keep someone around you can't trust 
You should want to surround yourself with people who value trust. That will bring respect, boundaries, loyalty, understanding, so on and so forth. Number three, lack of support. If they just can't seem to formulate kind words to say to you when you express to them your plans, then that's a problem. If they can't seem to stick by your side through the highs and the lows, then that's also a problem. That's the least you could do, in my eyes, is just be my cheerleader. I know for me, the majority of the time, I wouldn't expect you to walk beside me because you don't have to. If you do, that's fine. Thank you. But if not, that's cool too. Don't worry about it. Having support feels good. Just seeing that army of loved ones supporting you, it's motivating and it's encouraging you to keep moving forward. It is a good thing to have in a relationship because kind of like trust, why keep someone around who doesn't do the things that you really need? There can't possibly be a strong enough reason why you keep them around. Now, Moving along to number four, zero compromise. When you're in a relationship, there will be adjustments made that best suit the health of the relationship. If you find yourself being the only one making compromises, that's a red flag. If someone can't or is not even willing to compromise in the relationship, what that tells me is that they're afraid of change. They're afraid of letting go or at least letting up, right? Compromise is a good thing to have because it shows the willingness you have to sacrifice a little of what you want, especially if what you want interferes with the stability of the relationship. Do you all get what I'm saying? That's the same as if you shared your in, your entire vision for a brand you and your business partner are doing. And compromise will come into play because maybe they don't fully understand your viewpoint or Maybe your ideas conflict with theirs. So with that, you obviously don't want to advertise contradicting messages to your customers. So now you're in a dilemma because what you want does not entirely keep things afloat and stable for the both of you. So you give a little to keep that balance. Now, if what you desire is weighing heavy on your heart and that person is standing firm against your wishes, then you are free to move on to the next chapter in your life, right? Just keep that in mind. Next, number five, respect the disrespect. Now, this is something that I normally say to describe the hypocritical nature that some people have. Some people demand, but in general, some people require respect when they themselves were just disrespectful. I've come to find that you can find this in any relationship dynamic, particularly family or friend dynamics. And those relationships are always the hardest to walk away from because of those emotional attachments. It's like I said in the beginning, if you are like me, you have a lot of love for everyone in your circle. But if they don't see a problem in their behavior or just don't care to change, then you would have to make the conscious decision to walk away from them. And a crazy thing too, they always get defensive when you defend yourself. I understand that people tend to project their own thoughts of themselves onto others. Those people tend to need a person with low self-esteem to make feel bad so they can feel better about themselves. And in that instance, my advice would be to just remain calm. 
Stay firm and secure in yourself because you don't want to lash out and fight fire with fire. Rather, just walk away. Why waste your time and energy explaining something to them when you ob- when they obviously do not care? I'm pretty sure you've consistently asked them to mind their behavior, no? I know. I know. I've experienced this countless of times. I was unsure of myself. I was afraid to speak my mind when I was younger. I thought less of myself. I was very shy and timid, so that made it very easy for people to take advantage of me. But now I'm starting to love and understand myself. And honestly, that's the best thing anyone can offer themselves. Once you truly find love for yourself, then so many different light switches will turn on, doors will open, and your aura will be made anew. You will notice people and opportunities effortlessly being attracted to you. When you have someone in your corner that respects you, they appreciate and understand your boundaries. They appreciate and understand who you are and how you want to be treated. A healthy relationship is something that everyone should want. The feeling of being in a healthy relationship is ironically intoxicating. It's filled with love, happiness. The energy just makes it a great place to be. Why wouldn't you want that for yourself? Number six, you are always getting daily reminders of your failures. No matter how many steps forward you take, that one person knows just how to bring you back. You could be trying to change yourself for the better. And the moment you share with them your accomplishments, they verbally spit in your face as a way to bring you back to that dark place that you were once in. This is the type of behavior that you should avoid. Who honestly wants that for themselves? No one prefers to be reminded of the person that they once were when they are trying to elevate themselves. In terms of them announcing your past regularly, it can be concluded that they themselves are living in the past along with them not honoring and caring for you. I would say that they are threatened by your success because, you know, misery loves company, right? The moment they see you making progress and rising above your circumstances, they will do everything in their power to keep you on their level. Now, if you don't get anything else from this episode, please take this, write it down, remember it, something. True love is unconditional. And to be transparent, I too once had a very abnormal view of what love is. But now I've grown and learned and experienced a lot within my 23 years of living so far. Someone who is truly in love with you would not ridicule you and throw your failures and your past in your face because they want the best for you. It's just certain things that people who really love you would not do or say to you. True love, in my opinion, real love, it's hard to find because of everyone's mindset nowadays, but it's not hard to obtain or manifest. I want you all to let me know your opinion on this topic in the comment section on my Instagram. I would love to hear all of your thoughts. As I was saying, once you start to work on yourself and manifest all things good and positive, that same energy is going to come back to you. I really want you all to understand the laws of attraction. Just think about how you would normally say, Ugh, why me? 
why is all of this happening to me? I can't, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. You know, just really doubting yourself and putting negative energy out into the world, correct? You're only focusing on the negative. So that's all you're going to get. But once you switch that mindset to only think of the positive and show gratitude for what you do have, that's all you will see and more. But I digress. True love would not be threatened by your accomplishments. Someone who is secure in themselves and who has a healthy standing relationship with themselves would never be threatened by anyone's accomplishments because they know in their mind that what someone else accomplishes does not take away from their own accomplishments. Do you all get what I'm saying? It's very, very important to have a healthy relationship with yourself first if you want to have healthy relationships all around. Now, number seven. Number seven is there's a dead end with hoping for change. This goes for anyone who you've asked to change an unhealthy habit of theirs and you see no sign of them changing or you'll see inconsistent changes within them. So this means that things will look fine for a while, but in a matter of time, they revert right back to their old ways. Now, my boyfriend actually inspired me with this perspective. As I said in the beginning, I too would revert back to my old ways, but not in the context to fit this scenario. But back to him. He told me one day, if you have the patience and a clear vision of the end goal, why not stay with that person and support them? If you truly know in your heart that it's worth the wait, then have patience and stay with that person and support them through their flaws. And you know, he's right. We do live in a society that wants things instantly. Sure, they're not moving at the pace that you would like for them to, but at least they're trying. Yeah, they get knocked down and revert back to their old habits, but aren't they getting right back up and trying again? And with that being said, we've come to the last bullet point, number eight. Number eight is all about energy. The energy is never wrong. Just being around someone who is negative and toxic can be overbearing. You can feel the energy shift, just as if you were around positive people. As the saying goes, you are what you attract. If you are someone who is negative and you will... You know, you will find comfort in all things unhealthy and corrupt while not enjoying the presence of those who speak all things light, positive, and love, and vice versa. When you're, when you're surrounded by a tribe of positive people, all of the healthy habits that were discussed today and more will already be established and practiced. This is a good standing fact because it explains why you are so attracted to them and feel at peace when you are around them because of the serene environment that they have established for themselves. And with that, we have reached the end of the first episode. I am ecstatic right now. So what did you all think? If you like what you heard, tell a friend and come back next week. I will touch on traumas and focus on the healing attributes that spirituality can have on it next week. So if that sounds interesting, see you then. If you did not like today's episode, I encourage you to still come back next week because, you know, three strikes and you're out. So come on back next week. Let's try it out again. And if you still don't like it, hey, I'll let up. Till then, 
stay positive.